Okay, everything's good? Yes, sir, everything's good. Okay, then let's just run that shit back. Uh, we need an intro, but we do not have one. So welcome back to the Furthest From Perfect podcast, episode two. Episode uh, dose. Yeah. I really, before we get into it, I would like to say thank you to everybody who listened to episode one, because you guys really fucking surprised me, and there was a lot of support. I did not expect that at all, even the people who watched it on YouTube. Um, I was really nervous to put it on YouTube because I have never uploaded an hour and a half long video to the channel and you guys came out just fucking swinging with support and love and I cannot say thank you enough for, for everybody who listened and has been supporting it because there was a lot of positive shit. Uh, I think there was a couple of negative ones, but fuck those people. It's fine. They'll get over it, I guess. Um, but I would yeah, like no, to we say were... thank you. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Uh, super appreciative, guys. Like uh, uh, Lance and I both were sitting there joking around about like we didn't know the traction it would get. And I know we've been talking about doing this for a while. Um, and he's got a decent little following. Um, I do all right for myself. And we, uh, we've been talking about doing this for years. So the fact that you guys, like episode one, uh, like he said before, like with it being about an hour and 20 minutes, like uh, just you guys just sitting there listening to us talking, whether it's on Spotify, uh, which I wish we could check that by the way, too, because I'm sure we had more people like listen to the audio just like in passing than the actual video itself. Um, yeah. but yes, thank you, thank you, like, uh, seriously, thank you. Yeah, I never did, um, I never did say shit about it either. That's what's that's what's wild, and that's one of the right. things that, uh, I think is kind of nuts i never tweeted it out or anything and like it, i just i had a link to it on my stream and like people were like oh i followed on spotify or oh, i like checked it out on fucking google podcast or whatever because apparently now it's on like all those major podcasts like sites and shit like somebody right. said that they would listen to it on overcast i don't even know what the fuck that is i don't um, know what that is either yeah. um but yeah no i listened i listened to like the whole thing again uh through spotify um and i got some uh, some people that are really he like they're I, so I didn't realize people really mess with podcasts. Like I was yeah. just passively uh, at work, or I had friends that were like, "Oh no, like what is it?" And I'll just listen to it on the way to work or something like that. Like there's people that like hardcore watch and listen to that stuff uh, every single day, and it just it surprised me. Like I like podcasts, but I, I have to take podcasts in clips. Like I don't know. Like I guess like if you work overnight. Uh, or something like that and you listen to it just to pass the time because there's nothing there i guess i get it but um but yeah dude that was that was definitely uh that was awesome man but find out so many people were definitely just into podcasts in general uh well i used it, to uh, listen to them whenever i worked at under armor like whenever you're sitting there folding clothes yeah. and shit like i would listen to one of two things i'd listen to the lord of the rings movies well, I guess one of three things, even though Great, one the of them is kind of the same, because I would listen to the movies themselves, I would listen to the audiobooks for Lord of the Rings, or I would listen to podcasts, because all I'm doing for four or five hours a shift is I'm coming in, I'm grabbing boxes of clothes, I am unboxing those clothes, and then I am either folding or hanging those clothes. That was all I did for four or five hours, and like they're they're perfect for that. And I didn't know... I knew that like everybody and their dog had a podcast. I had no idea um how into and how big the the like culture had had gotten around just like the 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 passive listening of of things. And right. I do it you know, but I didn't think that everybody else did it. I guess I just wanted to think I was special or something, but like I always have something on 
Um, I like to sit in the quiet sometimes, but for the most part, even if, even if I'm in the shower, Kylie thinks it's kind of weird, but even, even if, when I'm in the shower, I'm like listening to some shit on my phone. I have it like on like a little shelf next to the shower and listening to something because I don't know. It just kind of well, you thins talking off the boredom. Too. Yeah. You and I were talking about it too, like right before we actually um, started and went live the first episode, um, like how convenient it's gotten to before, like to make a podcast, right? It was very difficult and you had to have things planned out. Well, anymore, there was nowhere uh, to put it, right? It, well, that and like right now, like they got that anchor set that you and I were talking about. Uh, shout out to anchor, but um, like where you upload it and it up, it does everything for you. Yeah, I didn't right? do so, shit. So like when I had found out about that and I started looking around, I was like, dude, there's thousands of podcasts like everywhere. I was like, I didn't uh, like I knew of like some of the larger ones, right? Or some of the ones that like I guess pretty much called out to me. Uh, but man, there's podcasts everywhere. And it's just, I think part of the reason is how simple it became. And podcasts become so laid back in the conversation piece, right? Which is one of the things that um, I told you that I didn't want for, for our podcast was like, I don't, I don't want specific topics. I don't want cliff points. I don't want a subject no, that we yeah. specialize Fuck in. Fuck the you know script, I mean? dude. Fuck like, the that scripted to me, world, That to bro. me becomes so, so, so stressful. Yeah, like I know how to fucking talk. The scripted world can suck my balls. I have never <laughs> scripted a video. Not one. I have improved every video I've ever done. And I think it shows in some of the videos, but in most of them, I I have made I tried let me let me rephrase that. Cause I tried to script one of my videos and it came out terrible. So I never even fucking uploaded it. And so I redid it and reshot it the improv way, where like I'm just like I'm just essentially just bullshitting lines. And then cutting it down to where it's good. And I think that's, I mean, that's, that's essentially the basis of, of all entertainment is everything starts with, with, with an idea on paper and then you just work right. it out. Like even the scripted yeah. shit. Right. And I think that the raw idea in a lot of ways is much more entertaining to, to listen to and oh, yeah. to, and to work with the raw idea. Like when it's done, it's like, okay, it's done. It's kind of like, Okay. You know, but and and there's a lot of uh there's a lot of comedians that talk about that actually where um whenever they get time to shoot their special, they've done that show 100 times, 200 times in small clubs and things like that, but they've worked out all this material. Right. And there's a lot of comedians that like they'll do out of, you know, 365 days in a year, they'll be on stage 250 of those days. Uh, working out material and they prefer the small clubs and and shit when they're when they're working through an idea and making the idea work when it's done it's great but that's not the the fun part right like when you have the raw idea and you're working through it that's what's that's what makes it fun it's that weird artistic creative process so to speak you know if you want to get real fucking right into it it's just it's that's more fun it's not fun to sit here and it's like okay i've typed out this whole thing and we're gonna sit here and we're gonna talk about it asmr style like it's fucking npr or some shit and we're gonna we're gonna work this out you know let's we're talk about fucking points. let's talk about some climate change all right, all right. now here's the deal <laughs> you know and this is cited from www.worldnations.gov no fuck that no not doing it hell no it's oh, too damn. much work did you, uh, side note, did you, uh, you probably didn't get a chance to watch any UFC fights over the weekend, did you? 
I uh, what the the forty second clip that I saw on Twitter wow. right after it happened? Yeah, yeah no, it I was, saw the fight. <laughs> that was crazy. So I told everybody like I thought Connor was gonna win, right? I, but like I, I've told people like I've been a Connor fan, but like I hate his antics, right? I've I've always been a big fan of I'm not into um, any of the antics a lot of these people had. Like I didn't like when Chell Sonnen did it back when he did it. Uh, I don't like Kobe Covington. I don't like I don't like any of that that cocky arrogant stuff or whatever. But like for some reason, dude, like. If you watch the weigh-ins up to this fight, dude, Connor looked as good as he's ever looked, and he was actually humble for once. Well, he doesn't have like, to do that anymore. He's oh. always been uh, a really reserved guy, and everybody's been really open about it being an act. And I think that's why a lot of people hate him behind closed doors, is because uh, who the fuck was it? Was it fight. was it Diaz that that said that like uh, like it's an act and he knows it's an act or something? No, wait, no, who was the heavyweight? It was that Cowboy. To... No, it was Cowboy. So Cowboy. So a couple years back when they had the the, uh, I think it was right before the first New York fight card. He's mm -hmm. sitting there and he was a he was supposed to fight. He was slated to fight Eddie Alvarez, and literally he's Cowboy throwing because they kept playing it back on the promotional feed, right? Because. Mm -hmm. For once, Connor didn't boast his fight up and talk all the trash. Like one, I think it's because Cowboy doesn't feed into that stuff. Like you can talk, try to talk trash to Cowboy, but he's going to let it roll off, right? Yeah. Uh, but two, I think there genuinely is some respect there. But years ago, Cowboy was sitting there and Connor was talking about how he was going to run through the one fifty fives, go through one seventy, and then Cowboy Cerrone was like, because uh, some. Uh, Somebody asked, like one of the the pressers, like asked out in the the audience, was like, "Donald, what do you feel about this?" And he was like, "Well, he's like he's got all this talk in front of the cameras and not on stage. He's like, but when we're back in the dressing rooms and stuff like that, he doesn't he doesn't have that same energy. He's not talking the same. He's like because he knows that like it's an act and that he's not going to talk all that trash back here when the cameras aren't around." Yeah, and I don't think he has to act all cocky anymore. He's Conor McGregor. No. He doesn't have to, even well, though like he's he's lost some fights, taken some time off, and and gotten into you know, kind of kind of gotten away from just being like a, a fighter with the whole like boxing thing and and everything right. like that. Like he's made his money. He's still probably the most recognizable name in the UFC. Yeah, the he, most the most marketed he... name, I should say. Like hardcore UFC fans, obviously they know people like fucking Usman and things like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't like your casual fan. They they're like, oh yeah, that Conor McGregor. Like I remember him. It's kind of like the Ronda Rousey thing too, where like everybody still recognizes Ronda Rousey, even though she's moved right. on and like done bo done not boxing, fucking wrestling and shit. They still know her. Her name still sells, and it's Conor McGregor. Right. You know, like and so I don't think he has to act like that. And I think after that fight when he went over and like you know gave him a hug and he wasn't like. He was very calm after that fight. Like well, it's dude, he you know he gave he gave Cowboy's grandmother a hug. Like he yeah. was just he was so humble and like I was like that's the Connor that I remember seeing way back in the day. Like talk trash before I get it right, yeah. but like there was no antics at the end of it. Like he yeah. very very humble. Like like I said when his when Cowboy's grandma like walked up and he gave Cowboy's grandma a hug, dude. Like that was I don't know why man that just that made me that made me gain a whole lot more respect, but. Uh, what I didn't know, did you know he made a hundred million dollars last year? He was ranked fourth on the highest paid athletes uh, in the world. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Literally only behind like, Floyd Mayweather, uh, two soccer players, and LeBron James. Uh, after he finishes, because he's got what two or three fights left on his contract. So the plan, uh, I believe it's three. So the plan that they're uh, that they're scripting out what's all four of his fights. He's saying he's doing this year. 
um, which yeah, I yeah, because so he can be done. That, yeah. Well, well, so I, I don't even know if it's that right. Like he he might be very well. Like I, I have no clue. Oh, I haven't really looked it. into that too much. But um, I know he get says punched his, and kicked his, in the head for the rest of their so life. Dude. His goal, he said. He said he wants to be the highest paid. Uh, he wants to pay, be paid. The, he wants the number one slot for the highest paid athlete in the world by the end of the year. So he scripted it out, and that's why he fought so early this year. Is he wants four fights this year? He was wanting Cowboy. Um, he was talking about Justin Gaethje. I mean, there's a bunch of names being tossed around right now, right? Um, but they're talking about. Let me see. Let me see if I can't find it real quick. Uh, but they were talking about uh, Kazunaw, his his trainer, I guess, that came out and they were on the plane and they were sitting there talking about uh, the plan in which they have uh, for this year. Um, but he's going to stay at 170 mm-hmm. uh, just in case if Khabib or Tony fall, uh, pull out of the fight. Uh, he's going to step in for that. Um, but then they're saying he's going to fight Justin Gaethje, which I think is a stupid. Like I, I just don't understand that matchup. Like I, I, I pray that doesn't happen, right? Like I just, I don't think that's it. I you think, think Connor that, wins, or do you think Gaethje just like no? Him up? Connor wins by a landslide. Like really, Justin Gaethje is so punch drunk at this point, dude. Everybody's knocked him out. Like he, he's an exciting fighter, and I can see where there people would want to see it, but yeah. I don't want to see it. I don't think it's gonna be a good fight. I think Connor sleeps him in the first round, just like he did Cowboy. Um, but they're saying then he wants to fight the uh, winner of Khabib and Ferguson. Um, I think he Diaz loses three. against either of those guys, dude. dude. <laughs> well, so I, I keep telling everybody, I don't think he fights Khabib again. And then it was funny, like with this, what sparked it is I'm scrolling through YouTube. Um, and one of the things that were just announced, I'll have to watch the video so I can get more details on it. But uh, it's saying Team Khabib is open for the Connor rematch, but he mm. wants to be paid $100 million to do it. Ooh. So that I just don't see happen. it happening because he kept saying that he wouldn't. he's not going to fight him because uh, the word from Khabib last I saw was he's going to fight Tony and then he's going to retire. Uh, but anyways, but he's he doesn't have anything the, else to prove. He doesn't, right? And once he beats Tony, he's wiped out that whole division. Yeah. Um, but they're saying winner of Khabib Ferguson, uh, DS3, I think, which would be massive. I that, that will probably be, once again, break the all-time selling fight card um, in UFC history. Um, and then he's saying to end out the year, he wants to fight the winner of Masvidal Usman, which once again, <laughs> I think that's a terrible, I do. I think Masvidal rips his head off and I think Usman's just another Khabib fight, but bigger and stronger. Like I, I don't, oh, I, I don't, Oh boy. Like he, <laughs> that's, that's a tall list. That's a tall list of, of fighters. Like they said, Gaethje, I can see it to be a warm up fight, right? He wants to get right back in the swing of things, but I think it's an easy fight. Diaz is never an easy fight, but once again, I I think, um, I think Diaz. I think after the first fight, I think that hurt Diaz's career, right? Because I think Diaz Diaz is a great fighter, but I think he stopped being what made him what he was, right? And he's he, now he's all about the fame and the money, right? And like he, he's well, what's about that big old uh, and, what's that old adage? Um, it's like an old saying where like, and I think it's even in a fucking movie. Or no, maybe I heard it on a podcast. I heard this somewhere, but it's like you can't you can't wake up in silk sheets every morning and then go work construction. It doesn't work. Like, right. Once you get that pampered lifestyle, it, it's hard to keep that grit and that that kind of like that that dog mentality. Um, they they kind of like you know, and a lot of people they they have it and then they get there and then they don't have it, which is nuts. That right. somebody like. <clears throat> Somebody like Connor has been able to continue to 
to work and still like he doesn't look slow. He doesn't look like he's fallen off. He you know it looked like he he has been doing well even though he's at the top. You know like it's right. it's one of those things. It's like a and I, I think that's what it was. It was like you can't wake up in silk sheets every morning and then go work construction. Well, it just doesn't I think, work. I think I think I've heard that before. I think I heard that from they were talking about Connor. I think right, it was on was a like, podcast. I think that's where I heard it. It might have been a fucking JRE podcast for all I know. That, and I'm um, thinking that as well because I heard that. And it was yeah. talking about Connor, which was like, where, where is his passion in anymore? He's got all the money. Like he, You can actively see that he's not caring about as much as fighting. But that's why I was so I remember about where this. it was. They said, where was it? It was a JRE podcast, and they were talking about Anthony Joshua overlooking Ruiz whenever – Joshua got knocked the fuck out by Ruiz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were talking about that, how, like, yeah, that's what it was. I'm pretty sure it was a JRE podcast where they were talking. I don't remember who they were talking to, but they were talking about how Anthony Joshua, like, very clearly looked like he looked past Ruiz and, like, didn't look like he worked very hard or trained very hard for that fight. Yeah, it's probably probably, uh, Adesanya, but... That's what it was. uh, But, yeah, no, I know, like, they said he stopped drinking. Like, he, he quit drinking for this fight camp, and that's why even Connor was, like... He was like, I just got had to get remotivated and stuff like that. And that's why, dude, after the fight was over, I was like, man, that, I haven't seen him look that good since. Because even Eddie Alvarez, I didn't think the Eddie Alvarez fight he looked that good in. right? I think Eddie Alvarez made him look better than what he really was. Yeah. Um, but like when I think the last time I thought Connor looked his absolute best um, was probably uh, if I had like, like the Chad Mendez fight, man, like. He had that grit and was pushed to the brink, and he was able to fight out of it. Because I, I think both Diaz fight. I think it's hard for anybody to fight Diaz. Like that's just who who the Diaz brothers are. But it's the cardio, um, right? It's the constant and, pressure. But it was just like, dude, like they they square, they literally clinch up in the center of the cage, and he freaking shoulders him four times, my guy. Four, like I've never seen someone jump and lunge into a shoulder like that. Busted his nose. He knocked him out there, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I think I think Cerrone was was knocked the fuck out right there. Like getting hit, like that's all bone. That's essentially well, taking an elbow to your nose. Not only four that, times. dude, but like that's something you don't you you never see it, right? So there's no, no way yeah. Cerrone would have been expecting to get shouldered, Mm-mm. right? Like he's Cerrone's been like hit by a lot, but I don't think, especially with the height advantage that he had, like that's why like, I kept telling people like Connor had to jump into that, right, and jump straight in his shoulder and him straight in the nose. Yeah. Um, but man, it was it was just good, dude. Like, it, I'm just excited for the fights this this year in general. Um, and then I know uh, Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury uh, are going to be fighting again, so I'm excited for that fight. Um, Ooh, fucking, <laughs> it's the one of the most technical fucking boxers ever in Tyson Fury going against the fucking wild man himself. Jesus Christ! Right, that, man. I and that's why I keep trying to tell everybody it's it's very odd in the sense of like that fight how it went the first time I I predicted Fury was going to win everybody told me I was crazy I was like I'm telling you like Deontay Wilder is he a scary dude absolutely if he connects with anybody he can put you to sleep the problem is he swings so damn wild that like if you put him against somebody with a good chin yeah. that can technically outbox him he's yeah. going to struggle which Fury did and I still think to this day I think Fury won the first one I don't agree with the draw um I just think he won more rounds. I get he got knocked down, but like I don't agree with uh, they're saying as many points he scored. And that's why I always told everybody. Like you and I have talked about numerous times about uh, Wilder versus Joshua, where like the problem, the difference between Joshua versus Fury is Fury has a chin, 
right? Joshua yeah. does not. He got yeah. tested by Ruiz. He got tested versus um, Kalichko. Um, like he, he he's been susceptible to. He's knock not down. the best defensive fighter, like Correct. by any means. Yep, and and I think it's always because he was always the bigger, stronger, more imposing fighter. Um, and he's always well, he's also like, fast on... as fuck for a heavy. Well, that's what I was about to say. He's always relied he's on athletic, his reach and just, yeah, and just his jab to keep people away, right? But that's not a very good defensive strategy. Of hey, I, I guess so. Like hey, you gotta get through this punch, and I mean, a punch from him is a pretty big damn punch. But I always told everybody like I thought Joshua would put away Fury or sorry Wilder if he did not get hit. Right. So when I saw Fury was coming back, I got excited because I was like, it's literally Anthony Joshua, but with a chin. <laughs> but I don't think I also don't think Fury's as strong, obviously, as um, Joshua. So I think Joshua, if he could fight as technically sound and just not get hit with a big punch, I think that would be a quick. Fight That's as well. tough, though, because like I, I feel bad picking a side in that because I love Tyson Fury. I love his story. Like, oh, yeah, the, his whole thing about like he got super depressed, gained a bunch of weight and then just like worked his way back, you know, yeah. and I thought, you know, he's got a great fucking story. You could turn his life into a movie and it would it would sell very well. Well, they did in my the documentary. They well, no, like they did a documentary, <laughs> but like I'm talking like a Rocky style. Yes, movie. Yes, like, yes, you could yes, turn yes, his yes, life yes. into a cinematic right. like retelling almost and right. it would do very well. And. Uh, but I also like Wilder because, like, he literally, like, he's got another fucking great story. He's literally, like, you know, uh, uh, he's he talked about it, like, he's from he's from Alabama, and the only reason why he got into boxing is so he could make money for his daughter. He was, like, he wanted to be a professional athlete because professional athletes make so much money, and right. he was, like, this is my last chance to be somebody. He's, like, I'm from Alabama, and I didn't play football, so, like, you know, what did I do? I went to a boxing gym. And, like, what was it? He was a year and a half into boxing and then went and, like, was it the Olympics that he boxed in or some shit like that? He got, like, the bronze medal a year and a half into boxing. And, like, he did the whole thing just starting for his daughter. Like, that was all all it was for, essentially. And I was like, that's fucking... They both have great stories. I think, like, that's a tough one for me to call because... I love I, I love both of them as like yeah. their stories and like fighters as well. I like them both, but I don't know. I think they're both too. They're very conserved, right? Like um, both of them have their flashy style, but it's never been in them to be that guy, right? And and even Wilder, who I think is a little more outspoken than Joshua, no. like he still remains pretty humble for the most part, right? Because um, I don't get tied up in the American versus UK or just mm-hmm. what ethnicity you are. I don't care about any of that, right? But I just care about good boxing, right? And I, I like both of them, dude. I, I love watching both of them fight. I just think, um, and that's why I love watching those fights so much is because I don't have a dog in that fight. I don't right. care. Who yeah, it's just fun to watch. Right? It was just like the fight. thing of like watching the national championship or watching the um, NFL playoffs, right? Now that Ohio State lost, Steelers didn't make it. Now I get to just in, enjoy the sport that I enjoy yeah. watching. Right, so like I don't have a dog in that fight. I don't care. The only box you'll ever catch me rooting against is Mayweather, dude. I think he's just arrogant. But at the same time, I tell people all the time, he will go down. Like if you don't put him in the top three best boxers who ever lived, I think you're wrong. I think like, he is the best boxer like, to ever live, record wise, and what he's done. He is he the might best. Because be. I, I, I struggle, right? I struggle to say he's the best boxer who's ever lived. But um, I will say he hands down is the best defensive boxer ever. He has probably been the best boxer I have ever seen um, fight. Because the only other person that sticks out to me when I think boxing is uh, Roy Jones Jr. Um, and the stuff that he used to do. But the problem was, like, 
he always get, like he was one of those ones where like I I loved him and I hate it. He fought anyone, anywhere, any weight class, and I think that ended up being the downfall to his career is because he well, jumped he didn't up cherry pick fights. Yeah, he, he was seven weight weight classes, dude. Seven yeah. weight classes he fought in, right? Like he he started in like I think the the one seventies and jumped all the way up to heavyweight, bro. Like, but to me, like I love that, but like I think that was ultimately the downfall to his career, dude. But when you look at highlight reel, I think he's got the best highlight reel out of any boxer in history. Just because, like, even Mike Tyson with all his knockouts and all kinds of stuff like that, Roy Jones embarrassed people in his prime. Embarrassed people. And to me, like, that's, like, why, like, I, I would still put him above Floyd as being the best fighter ever just because of what he did for me when I got to see him the few times that I did. But even more so the highlight reels. But... Floyd definitely the best defensive fighter, and then like I said, if you don't put him in your top three, I think you're crazy. Like you can't, right? Even if you don't agree with it, like sh- like strictly off statistics, what you saw, because so many people want to talk statistics, right? But they're like, oh, but statistics only go so far. Yeah, but when you watch those fights, he took no him like he took no hits ever, and he took the least amount of damage in boxing history, and like good, bad, and different. Say what you want about him, but like. No one gets into boxing and say, hey, please hit me. The goal is for you to hit me. No, he did what he had to. Get hit as little as possible and hit. And when win, did right? when did Floyd start boxing? Because I'm going to be honest with you. I was not – I knew not shit about boxing. The thing that got me into boxing is going to sound so fucking bad, and there's going to be some people that have been into boxing their whole life that are like, oh, my God, fuck this guy. It was the fight night games. I I was a big you no, know gamer, and it, I didn't really too, know bro. much about boxing. And then when I was – pretty young i got like fight night round two i think is what it was and then yeah, no, uh but like was, was floyd way. in those games he will um so he was uh, i don't think he was in some of the earlier ones um i'll look it up here because there was what uh, fight he night round in, two he started in, he started in 96 so he's been in the game for he had to have been had to have been because i just remember um who i used to always play as is um diego corrales and stuff like that um, just because he was pretty high rated, but like I, same thing with you, I didn't know anything about Floyd in even in those games, right? I don't those remember games, him being in to, them. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was. Because even people like fucking Jermaine Taylor, who was like he he held the I think the middleweight belt for a little bit, and I knew him because he's from fucking Little Rock. So, uh, like, because I remember Roy Jones was like the the guy for round three, I think maybe, and then I think Bernard mm-hmm. Hopkins was the other guy that was like on. I think those were the two guys on the cover. It's like B Hop yeah, and so, Roy Jones Jr., but I'm so not yeah, sure. So yeah, the uh, the second one was the one that really got me in Fight Night Round Two, uh, which B Hop is on the cover of that one. And um, then Roy Jones is on the cover of three, right? Uh, no, uh, Oscar De La Hoya. Oh. On. Uh, so hold on, hold on. No, so I think I think it changed depending on which one you got. Uh, let me see. Oh, they had like different people for different regions or something. I. I I believe so. Uh, That's smart marketing. No, Fight Night, I don't know. I can't remember. Because I do remember that the one I'm looking at is the one for 360, which which had Oscar De La Hoya on it, which that one I do remember. And then there was Fight Night Round 4, which that's the one I remember. I played a lot of that. Had uh, uh, Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson on the cover because that's when they introduced the whole um, – that's when they introduced the Legends thing. Um, you were right, though. Fight Night Round 1 had – um, Roy Jones. On. That's what it was. It's yep, fucking so it was. round one, dude. Yes. Yeah. No, I fucking love those games. I wish that there was a way for me to play them on PC, but I don't think there is. 
Um, so I, I don't know if you can even find. Uh, I can't even find like a, an actual roster sheet of a. Oh, there we go. Actually, let me like see characters. Because I always used to do the career mode and shit, and like you would fight like legit boxers like later in your career, like as you progressed, and yeah. like. I don't remember ever fighting him, but then again, I always made light heavyweights and heavyweights. That was always my. Yeah, so they so game. lightweight uh, had Floyd Mayweather in it. Oh, uh, was he any good? Do you have a good like rating? Uh, Did that? Oh, you're not looking at a stat page. Never mind. Well, yeah. Well, I was looking at uh, just the roster in general. I just wanted to be able to find it, but uh, let me see. Because now I'm interested. Because like, <laughs> I would have had to play with him at some point because. Like just being young and, and dumb, like you want to play always with like the best people whenever you go to do anything. Well, that's what I'm saying. I was wondering what he was rated because I don't remember him in the games. But again, I always enjoyed the light heavyweights and the heavyweights because oh, I yeah. would always just like max out some dude's strength and go like one punch man. Say, Tom, I'm going to punch although, your skull out of the back of your head. Although it was always fun, like playing as the little guys and watching how fast they fought. Like Pacquiao yeah, and fight night round three, dude. When you start throwing punches, dude, he was so fast. He's so fucking um, fast. But I, I, yeah, I used to always fucking do the career mode and shit. Let me see. So it doesn't look like he was in all of them. That's weird. Yeah, I can't actually get like an actual That's okay. uh, score sheet of it. It's not really all that important anyways. But cause it looks like um, a couple of them they had to make uh floyd mayweather but i remember so i think it was, it was either round three or four when you could fight online right and i did that a lot and when you could download rosters and you could download fighters and stuff like that i remember i used to always download rocky and i remember and round was round four the one with that really cheesy career mode that was like you like went to jail and then you came back out and then like uh you had to fight this Big ass motherfucker that looks like uh, Guile from Street Fighter. His name's like Frost or some shit. Uh, I I don't remember. I, I don't remember that one exactly. Uh, He's like this big ass motherfucker with like tattoos and and shit. And it, they like arcade style. They like made the uh, camp career yes, arcade yes, style yes, where like yes, yes, in yes. one fight you like break your hand and so you can't use your right hand or right. some shit like no, that. And like. Yeah. I liked it. It was cool, but I was like, "Bro, just give me my old career mode." Like, I, I just wanted the 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 freedom. And I was talking about this on stream how games have fucking done that, where like they've started to restrict you really bad. Because I was talking about the um, the the old street games like NFL Street and NBA Street and shit like that. Like, I want to play them because mm -hmm. that was the coolest shit ever. And I wish a game would do that again, where like mm -hmm. you start as a scrub. And you upgrade your character as you, like, play at all these different, like, locations and all these different, like, famous courts, like, fucking, like, uh, like Rucker Park and, th and things like that. And you build a team and, like, play through all these different pickup games and shit. I thought that was the coolest thing ever because it's, like, you start from nothing and then you, you build up. And then once you get to a point where, like, you've made that guy, like, you've gotten as far as you can in that career, then you make another one and do a different play style and maybe pick different teammates that next time or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah, it gives you choices and options. It doesn't. So you were talking about fight night champion. Cause it was funny. Cause it was champion. Uh, Isaac, it was. Isaac Frost was one of the, the people on there rated 95. Yeah. That uh, motherfucker. But he, but he wasn't Floyd Mayweather wasn't in the champion ones. Cause like the, the top of each class, obviously heavyweights, Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, Vander Holyfield, all over 90, uh, light heavyweight, Roy Jones, 93, B hop, 90, 
Then you had middleweights at Ray Robinson, 96. He was the highest rated in the entire game. Uh, Sugar Ray Robinson. Uh, Sugar Ray Leonard at 93. Marvin Hagler, 93. Um, welterweight was Pacquiao, Hearns, De La Hoya, Sugar Ray Leonard, Thomas Bradley, uh, Julio uh, Cesar uh, Chavez. Uh, they even had Zab Judah. They put Zab Judah, but you don't put Floyd Mayweather in That's there? That's what I'm saying. I don't know you if they my had... my boy Zab Judah in there. They added Ricky Hatton. Come on, man. Well, like I said, I don't. I didn't remember him in some of those, and I, I wonder if he wouldn't give them his likeness. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, if it was He's so big. Like, you know, like, yeah, I wonder yeah, yeah. if either they couldn't afford it or they he just wouldn't release his likeness to it. Right. Which does happen. Um, that's why, like in those old NCAA basketball games and shit. Like, uh, I remember, uh, so Arkansas used to have this seven foot center that played for him. He was, he, all he was good for was blocking shots really. But like, he, you know, he's a seven footer in college basketball. Like that's, that's pretty good. Like he was like seven foot, seven foot one, something like that. Mm-hmm. And he's like this tall white dude with long blonde hair. And in the game, he's like a black dude with an Afro. Like he, they, cause they couldn't use the likeness for the players. So they just right. went like the complete opposite way with almost every character. Like the the Lopez brothers are in one of the basketball games, and like they're like they're not skinny uh, with curly hair. They're like these big muscled out brick shit houses that are on Stanford. Like they're they're huge, and like the Lopez brothers in reality, they're like these like kind of lanky like short haired guys, and they're. Like the Lopez brothers in the game look like these fucking bodybuilders because they couldn't use their likeness, so they fucking they flipped it back. I wish they'd make those fucking NCAA games again, but they gotta agree to let fucking companies use the the likeness of the of the players because right. that was that was I some really, of the most fun, dude. I remember those games. I really want to go back and play these games. Do you like just? I'm still trying to find like some of the other ones because. There had, there's no way Floyd Mayweather was, was like ranked a 90 or, or above. There's no way, or else I would have played as him and I would have remembered play it, playing as him. But um, those games were so good. You remember how like when those games first dropped though? Because uh, I Fight Night Round Three was the iconic one for me, what I put the most time into. But um, the graphics, dude, those games were cutting edge graphics. I remember seeing the trailer where I looked at my dad. I was like, Dad, we've got to get this game because uh, I just remember. Or no, so that would have been that one would have been two thousand nine when it came out around there. So I would have still I would have been I would have bought it myself. But um, I remember like seeing a dude take a punch and like the sweat go flying off his face and stuff like that. I was like that at the time you're like this is so realistic. Well, even and, the the in between rounds where you got to be your own cut man. Oh yeah, and like you oh, fix man. cuts and like lower yep. swelling and shit. And then not only that, but the the. I thought it was the coolest fucking thing in the world. You could customize your intro with, like, you could get, like, fucking lasers and smoke and shit and to, like, come into. And then, uh, like, the different arenas that you'd fight in and, like, the different, mm-hmm. like, theaters and fucking... Uh, then you'd fight in, like, some shitty, like, high school gym, at, like, you know, to start off with. And then you'd work your way up into these big fucking, like, arenas. And it was, it was the coolest thing. I, I wish that there was more... Uh, of of those games made like I feel like the variety has has gone away in that sense because it's so expensive to make games now there's 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 yeah. no risk taken like everything is right. everything that's made now tends to already have a kind of a fan base like they're continuing things that already have a fan base in place rather than like oh shit we're gonna make a fucking we're gonna make a boxing game because like they just don't I feel like they don't 
Probably probably don't sell like they used to, you know? Well, like, so, well, not only that, with it just being EA, uh, EA put all their their apples into the UFC games, and that's why they started making more of those. That's um, true. I but think about that. Uh, final answer, everyone. Floyd Mayweather was not in three. He was not in three. He was not in champions. He was in two. That was the last one he was in. Because I, I saw an ad where, or an article where a lot of people are frustrated that um, – Mayweather was not in three, and they were making a big de- they were making a big deal about it. But exactly what you said, he probably didn't sign off his rights. Like he was probably like, yeah. "Pay me, pay me a hundred million. Yeah. You gonna have my face all over the game? Hundred million? Oh, you, I'm not on the I'm not on the cover. Hundred million. Did he ever take no, like sure. breaks from boxing? Was he maybe off that year that that came out or something? No, not not back. And so uh, that one came out. Mm, num, num, num. So that one came out back in 2006. So he would have still been in his prime at that point. Yeah. Okay. No, that makes yeah, sense, though. He's an expensive guy. I do the same shit, though. You know, I if I had already been in a video game, because that's always like one of those things, you know, I think you want to be in one, you know? Yeah. Like if I can be Keanu Reeves in Cyberpunk, you know, kind of thing, put me right. in a RPG, I'd be like, oh my God, that's me. Um, But after that, yeah, you know what? You're going to give me fuck my life up money to to put me mm-hmm. in a game to use my likeness 100%. Like definitely. You're going to give me yeah, fuck like, my life up money. Yeah, cuz he was he was in here. So he started in 96. First one came out in 2004, second one 05, 06 for 3, 09 for 4. Champion was 2011. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that shit too. I remember I remember that shit, dude. Do you remember? I remember. Did you like the new just, season of South Park? So I was just about to t- uh, talk about that. So I don't. So let me see real quick. I'm gonna. I gotta turn my TV on real quick. Um, because I was watching last night while I was playing WoW, just like in between. Um, because the PVP that you do in WoW, like you don't, you could play without even watching. So it's pretty stupid. But so I was catching up on all the like all my episodes and stuff, and I didn't know how far back I was, because I was still like in the middle of of. Uh, the Tegrity stuff, which, by the way, hated it. That entire Tegrity season, <laughs> I hated it. So stupid. It just, it wasn't, it wasn't for me. Um, but I'm on. Also, I guess I am on the last season, the, the Christmas, or sorry, the the, the last episode to so Christmas Snow. Um, um, fun fact: if that's the one that I'm thinking of, uh, the phone number that they give you at the end of that episode, it actually works. Me and Kylie called it. And they put oh, you yeah. through an automated cool, menu they, where you yeah, can select they showed, those different things. Yeah, they showed like a phone number for the um, the uh, the diabetes kid, Paul Malcolmson or Scott Malcolmson's uh, show. I'm Scott Malcolmson. I have diabetes. Yeah. So like, I started watching. So the last one I had watched was the Halloween special, and so when I clicked on it, I was watching. Like it was from that one on. I didn't like this season. This whole season, I I, I for the most part I hated. I didn't like. Uh, the Mexican Joker episode, the shots was pretty, the shots was okay. Like whenever, <laughs> wee, wee, <laughs> they, they, they had to like hog time up and stuff. That one was a pretty good one. Now that I think about it. Uh, the goo was stupid. The Halloween special was I stupid. thought they were going to do more with the goo man. I really did. I thought they were going to do more with that and they kind of didn't, they kind of just let it fall off. Um, yeah. The, the PC babies episode, that one was pretty stupid. Uh, like I'm surprised they were able to get away with doing the uh, Randy Savage. Uh, oh God, yeah, no. Thing. The yeah, they had a pretty clear stance on that one. Which I mean, that's a pretty universal stance. <laughs> I feel like I I'm not kidding. I have not seen a single person 
that agrees with a lot of that shit that's going on with like uh like the the trans athletes and stuff i i have not seen a single argument for it i have right. seen like i have seen nothing but people that are like and even even Kylie that is that is all about like right. equality and inclusion and, yeah, and things yeah. like that she's even like yeah that's a little unfair so like, like she's I, like ah. so I, I took Joe Rogan's stance on the sense of like anything's a physical thing that you are doing like that is that is something you can't there's no at birth there's no sex when it comes to it like that is science like men literally like you you can't just you can't just sit here and say, oh, why I identify as this and science doesn't back it up, right? Like it, like powerlifting, fighting, wrestling, anything like that. Like it just doesn't make sense, right? If you want to go be in a beauty pageant, go ahead. Fine. Do whatever you need to do. But when it comes to something where like, phys like physicality, like your body is built to be able to take on more. Well, you're full of testosterone. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're like, full it, of more, fucking I mean, like growth hormone, like natural growth hormone in your body, and I, I think that uh, it. Well, like I, I saw a fucking I saw a, a YouTube video about it. There was this girl in in like high school track that was like, um, saying that colleges are just giving scholarships like uh, for for women's track and field. They're just giving scholarships to trans athletes because they are crushing records like not even close they are crushing records in high school track um and uh she said that she went from being like one of it's it's a big thing it was all over youtube for a little bit i don't know if it's still like going around or what but um she said that she was like went from being one of the best in the state to being like like, I don't even think she, like, made state or some shit due to yeah. the influx of people. And apparently, I don't know how much merit there is to this. I'm, you know, it, you, you can't, like, discount people's, you know, the, the way they feel and, like, what the fuck they're going through and stuff. But apparently, there's motherfuckers that, that are transitioning or claiming that they're transitioning without actually transitioning just so they can compete and, and like, kill, like, crush everybody else. Apparently that it's like those few shitheads, you know what I mean, that'll do anything to yeah. like win. They're not doing so hot in like the men's division, and so they're claiming that they're transitioning to transition, and then, uh, and then they're they're crushing it. But right. already there's been bans for it. Like already there's been people that are saying that trans athletes can't compete. And I I, I don't know if it was Joe Rogan or whatever, but there's been a lot of lobbying for, um just like trans specific divisions like if you're if you're trans then then you have yeah that and, and that'd be fine yep that'd be fine that'd be cool i'd be 100 okay with that but like i just yeah no yeah. it's it's just a shitty thing because it's like if if it, if it worked if it went both ways i feel like it would it would be a little bit more like you, the argument would have more of a leg to stand on but you don't see women transitioning to men doing the same things that men transitioning to women are doing right in those divisions. You know what I mean? Like nobody's transitioning the other way and just crushing it. And like, I'm talking like world records are being like shattered. Right. And, um, there was a, a fucking, a viral video on Twitter a while back. The dude, it was a guy, um, that was, he was trying to like prove a point. And he was like about this whole thing about the physical differences and stuff. And he was, he was doing the, a world record for women's deadlift. 
and he like had done he like broke the world record for women's deadlift and he was just he's like a musical artist i don't even remember his name so i think it starts with a z but he was like uh he's like if you don't think there's a difference like i don't even he's he's not a power lifter he's just a guy that goes to the gym and just shattered the women's like deadlift record for the like the world yeah. record and i was like holy shit people are not going to be happy about that but i mean it it I proves mean, a point i mean i don't yeah. know there's a there's a thing there that it's just that that i think but i haven't seen any arguments really for it other than because there isn't any yeah. and if there is you're ignorant yeah, like I mean, i'm sorry like that's just that's what it is like it, it's just there, there doesn't and the people that like want to argue for it has nothing to back it up it's it's sheerly let them be happy yeah, that's what it is it's in, it's it's inclusion and, the, like, and I they, get it. which is cool yeah but not when it's like exactly what you said when it comes to either someone physically getting hurt or like the weightlifting thing like i get it you're not physically getting hurt but stop like come on like because the one that start that sparked all that and they showed the uh transgender woman and like when when you when you saw her like it was like you are newly transitioned like it's not yeah and that's always the argument too is like people are like i said there's been a lot of people claiming to transition but not actually transitioning um and they're just like going to like athletic events and they're they're biologically because they're not actually transitioning they are biologically still males just competing with women um and that's been a, a a, a big thing and i i don't know i like i said even even kylie who is who's all about like that just you know just inclusion and everything i i've talked to yeah. her about it and she's like yeah that's pretty bad like she she's <laughs> like ah that's pretty because she played i mean she played sports in high school and stuff and i, I yeah. mean like obviously it's it gets kind of like worse as you move up or whatever but like in in high school and stuff too like there was even even if you want to do something like like with basketball, right? I was I have this fucking story. Uh, we had a girls team that was undefeated that had a couple of uh, girls that went Division One. Our high school team was nationally ranked, undefeated, had multiple guys go Division One, Division Two. Like our top eight players all went to college on scholarship, like Division One, Division Two. And we, you know, you know how it is in high school. Like the fucking girls team is always talking shit to the, to the guys team, whatever we, so we, we just scrimmaged. That's all it was. And we kept scoring. We beat them by 40. It like wasn't even close. And there's always that argument about like, could the best WNBA player play in the NBA? And it's like, there's, there's actually, uh, I believe there's, there's no rule against it. Like if a, if a woman was good enough to play in the NBA, I, I'm pretty sure she could be on a roster. I could be wrong on that, but there, I'm, I'm almost positive that it's, it's just the other way. Like if LeBron James wanted to go play in the WNBA, he couldn't. But if a woman wanted to play in the NBA and she was good enough to make a team and be on the roster, I'm pretty sure she can. I could be wrong on that. I don't know. Like you can fucking check my research or check my fucking facts on that. But I don't think there's anything that actually prohibits a woman from being on the NBA or being on an NBA roster. No, 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 dude. I want to see Joanna Man. I need to fucking Google that actually, because I, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to like speak out of turn no. like really so, badly. So but. when stuff like that happens, I, do I think that she, like uh, the best WNBA player could make it in the NBA? I absolutely do. 
um, but not to the impact that they would have, right? Like, so you could still be a spot-up shooter because I think shooting is one of those things where I don't think male, female, I think shooting is one of those few things in basketball that doesn't matter sex Oh, here all, it is. Found right? it. Like, um, but what I will say with that being said, I think that still, like, it's one of those things, right? It's, it's kind of like, oh, could, could LSU beat the Browns? Right? Could could LSU beat some NFL teams? Right? Could they? Yeah. Would they? Probably not. Like you're talking about in the NFL, like the worst players on an NFL team are still better than 50% of the roster that will never like touch the ball in the NFL. Right? Versus the the NCAA. And I think it's kind of like one of those things where you put the best uh, you put the best woman basketball player on an uh, NBA team. Do I think she can make it? Absolutely. She, she might even get some playing time. But you're talking about, like, she could be the best point guard in the world in women's basketball. I don't think she breaks top 20 in the NBA. Well, so there, so I, I, I looked it up because I just wanted to make sure I wanted to fact check myself. There is no rule in the NBA against female players. None have never made an active roster. Uh, so that's... There's that. I don't know if that is because nobody's trying out. They're just, you know, going to go to the WNBA or, or whatever. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's a thing. Like you can, they can, they can play there, but it just does make sense. Right. Like it does, like there's no part of that, that I can honestly say a female probably thinks about like, I'm going to go play with the men. Like I just, I don't, I don't think it's one of those things where they necessarily care enough. Right. I don't, I don't know. I, like football, football, I would understand, right? Because there's there's not a, a women's football league that's as popular as what the WNBA is now, right? So like that one, I would I would understand, right? But women coming up, they don't. I don't see there's that. I've got a show I can play with the men, so I'm gonna go join an NBA team. I, I just don't. I do wish I that they s- would market it better because the WNBA is it it doesn't do well in terms of numbers. It doesn't and. You know, people always argue about the pay discrepancy and things like that. And then people come back and they're like, well, you got to put people in the stands and stuff like that. But I hate the fact that the WNBA is treated like a joke. I mean, these are these are professional athletes. These, you know, these women are incredibly athletic and they're very skilled yeah. and they're very talented. Oh, yeah. um, but then the W or the NBA, instead of promoting it, promoting the they they almost treat it like a sideshow. Like, what was it? The yeah. um. They had two WNBA players play in an all-star event, but it wasn't like the all-star game. It was like they had them out there with like the celebrities and like the celebrity game is a shit show. There is like 55 year old like peepaws out there that have never touched a basketball in their life. And it's out there because like people laugh at the celebrity game. Like they want to see their favorite celebrity suck at basketball because it's like, oh, you're the celebrity, uh, but you can't. You can't play basketball. They want them to almost watch them make a fool of themselves, and they they put two two of the best WNBA players out there. And I don't I think it was either last year or year before maybe there was two WNBA players in it to like I don't know if it was evening the teams or what. It's like that is to me that's disrespectful. Yeah, fuck, it's very like, disrespectful. Yeah, like you work your entire life on a craft and for it to be like it's a joke. Yeah. People are making it making it a joke, and like I, I don't know. I think that there's a lot of things that could be done better for that organization in general, uh, especially considering there's no like. I don't know. Like I feel like there is a market for it. To be honest, like there's a lot of like 
there's a lot of like young girls that play basketball, right? And they, I feel like, at least growing up, the girls that I knew, because I, I played basketball my whole life, and, and the girls that I knew were always looking at like male role models as players. They weren't looking right. at Candace Parker. They weren't looking at, 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 at people in the WNBA. They were looking at fucking Allen Iverson and fucking, you know, LeBron James and Kobe Bryant and stuff. And those are those are young girls that are that are looking at the the NBA instead of the WNBA. And it's kind of like, I don't know. I think they could do more for it. I don't know how because I'm not smart enough and I don't have all the fucking numbers, but I'm just saying I wish that they could do more for it for, you know, for shit like that. But I don't well, know. So even, so, I mean, and you're younger than I am, but like even when you were coming up, like WNBA was around, but like exactly what you said, there was no marketing behind it, right? So like who do you aspire to be, right? Like, I know there was um, Diana Taurasi or whatever her name was. Like, she was the big one for a long time yeah. of, like, the Miss WNBA, right? But even then... like I didn't know it name... existed. Yeah. I'm... I Whether that's ignorance or whether it's because, like, I didn't really have a lot of internet access until, like, late in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know the WNBA was a thing. I just assumed that it was kind of like softball where like after that you kind of just like after like college like it's not like you know it's not like the MLB where like there's like a major league softball thing that's on every single night you know on TV or on ESPN I just thought that people just kind of just quit playing or something you know what I mean like I didn't know that the WNBA existed when I was younger Um, and I think that's very telling (laughs) because I was in the community and like I I was you know um, I don't think I knew it existed until I was like a sophomore in high school, and Oof. yeah, and it, but it's also because I grew up in a state that doesn't have any professional teams either, so it's not like yeah, I was, true. you know, around it. And a lot of teams are like a lot of WNBA teams are tied to kind of like a like an NBA city, you know, for the most part. I yeah. believe I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure they. I thought they like shared the arenas, so like there's yeah. a so that way they don't have their own arenas and they like share, they just change out the logo or whatever on the floor. Cause mm-hmm. those floors are interchangeable. But yeah, I didn't even know it existed, which I think, you know, I, again, call it ignorance, call it, you know, the lack of information or I don't know, but I just think it's very telling that it's, I never saw a game on TV. I never had heard of one. I never even saw a piece of merchandise, you know, and I played, I think they just now put the WNBA in the, in, in 2k. Didn't they in the in the recent one? Yes, they put that shit in. But yeah, I don't know. Yikes. It's such a it's such a such a weird thing. And people smarter than me are gonna have to tackle that and figure that shit out. But um, I do think it's funny though. Whenever people like <laughs> people take the worst moments, um, you'll you'll see these compilations on YouTube. People will take the worst moments of the WNBA, and it'll say like, "This is why there's a wage gap" or some shit. And it's like clearly just like it's like fuck ups that they have. Like it's not like the whole game looks like that, you know. But it'll yeah. show somebody like airballing a three or like missing a layup or something. It's like NBA players miss that shit all the time. Fucking Gordon Hayward, one of the best players in the league, was a fucking all star, missed a two foot tip in the other night for the Celtics. Like they were trying to tie the game up and they fucking lob it to him like from the inbounds and he's right at the rim and nobody's even around him he just fucking misses the layup and it's like that that just shit happens to the fucking to yeah. NBA players too if people are well, human well, so, well, I was about to say like for people to think that there's no 
mistakes made at, at that level. Like you're crazy. Yeah. Like you're you're absolutely crazy. It doesn't matter if you're the best of the best in the world. Like there's like, and I I, I preface this back to like uh, like fighting and stuff like that, right? When people are like, oh, best fighter in the world. Like even those fighters are like, no, in sparring, like I get knocked down all the time in sparring. Like it's just what it's what happens, right? Like it's just part of sports. Like you're never going to be untouchable in anything. You're never going to not miss a shot. You're never going to complete every single pass in football, right? Like it's just. Well, you don't learn if you don't suck. Right. Because there's no growth that comes from not sucking. Because what is the factor for not sucking? Learning to get better. If you're just always good at something, there's no reason to learn. And fucking Shaquille O'Neal talked about that. How he's he was his whole career, he was the biggest, most dominant motherfucker on the court. Easy. And then he always talks about his free throws. But he also talks about the fact that he had one of the worst work ethics ever. Like he, cause he didn't have to like, yeah. you know what I mean? He if you're getting that, 30 yeah. and 15 a night and you're seven foot one, 300 pounds and moved like him, I wouldn't practice either. Why would you? There's no reason to you're, you're too damn big. Like you're playing on a goddamn nerf hoop with a bunch of infants. There's no point. <laughs> like his whole, like he, he was not, he talked about it. Like he is not the, the best person when it comes to like work ethic and practice and shit like that. Right. On the contrary, you have people like Steve Nash who talked about shooting fucking a thousand shots a day and shit like that. But Steve Nash was also like six foot three and in a league of, of people that were, that were bigger and, and stronger than he was. So, you know, you have the dynamic there of like somebody who's super physically gifted that doesn't have to work. So they won't. And that's the right. kind of the premise there. Like, if you don't have to work, if you're just always good at everything, then you won't work at it. And you won't, like, you know, you won't learn anything new, essentially. You'll just keep doing what works, which why wouldn't you? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So you have to suck. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? To to be able to, to, to progress, get to get better. And yeah. you know what you need to work on anyways. Yeah. You have to. But... I don't know, dude. That that whole thing, uh, the, that whole thing, always gets me. I know we got off on that because of the the South Park thing. I wanted to get your opinion on the new South Park, and we fucking got yeah, off. Yeah, no, they were trash. Just that. Long story short, they're complete trash. Like, I, I I didn't like any. I didn't. There wasn't a single episode where I was like, that episode is rememberable. Like if I never watch that season again, I will forget it ever happened. I don't know what they they're doing with that. What they were trying to do with it, because normally you can kind of see a theme through their seasons. They have an overarching theme. They have. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like the 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 season where they introduce PC principal, obviously they're they're poking fun at PC culture and and things like that. And then, uh, I just I just don't know what the overarching theme was with this. I I didn't necessarily hate the episodes, but it definitely wasn't as good as some of their their more recent stuff. And I I love the show. I think the show is fucking hilarious. I think they're one of the few places. I think they're one of the few shows that is uncancelable now. And I think that's why they make that joke, that hashtag cancel South Park, like at the end of all the episodes, because yeah. they're to a point now. I I don't know if they can do anything that shocks people anymore, especially after that, like after everything that they've done. I feel like they're one of the few, I guess, joke safe havens in terms of like people see it and they're like, oh, that's South Park. Like, they kind of just expect it to be just, like, ridiculous and, and gross. But I don't think anybody actually takes that show seriously. Right. Which is 
perfect because you're not supposed to take it seriously. Like you're not supposed to watch an episode of South Park and have it change your life. You're supposed to watch it and be able to laugh at dumb shit. It's not. Well, so I think they've they've hit that peak where like now there's nothing that they can do. They either a they haven't done or b like chances are they've probably done a more controversial episode, right? Like they've touched on um, Allah, they've touched on abortion, gay marriage, uh, transgender stuff. Like uh, they've done everything. Yeah. Like, they've they've touched on e- everything possible, right? So, like the chances are you're not going to find something that they haven't done, or like you're not. It's it's hard for them to top the controversy in which they've already created. But I will say they're very good at poking fun at both sides. That show is super fucking good at showing two perspectives. Like they show both sides of the fence and they both look stupid. Right. Like while they're doing it. Like I remember the um, the school shooting episode uh, where um, Sharon is constantly like, why the fuck is this happening? And everybody just blames it on her period the whole episode. And, like, it it was, like, poking fun at, like, in a sense, the way I took it, at least, I don't know if this is actually, but this is the way I took it. Um, one, people that, that are that are outraged but never actually take any, any steps to fix it, they're just yelling. Yeah. That's what Sharon was in the episode. She was the people that were just screaming but not doing anything productive with it and not actually, like, fixing the issue. But on the flip side, you also have the people that are just like sweep, like coming up with all these other excuses as to why this is happening. Like, oh, she's crazy. She, she's on her period. Like at one point, Randy's standing outside of a shop and he's like trying to like wave inside to the person to warn them that she's on her period. And so he's like doing all these hand motions like there's blood like gushing out of her or whatever. And like he's got yeah. like and it's essentially everybody writing off the people that are bringing up the issues just just sweeping them under the rug oh you're this you're crazy you're hysterical you're you're a woman on her period right and then you have Sharon who is the other extreme which are the people that are shouting constantly but not actually taking any steps to do anything they're just shouting they're just screaming uh and and one, nobody wants to, to listen to that. And, and, and two, like, you know, people people just aren't taking it seriously. So they do a good job of, even even on really controversial topics like that, poking fun at the two extremes, essentially. Right. Like the people that don't think it's an issue, and then the people that think it's so much of an issue that they talk about it constantly but don't, don't do anything about it. The, the kind of like non-action. And... I don't know. I, I think that show is a lot of the episodes are written like that, and I think it's a I think it's a good way to I don't know get people to think, but also like take it in a in a different light, I guess. Because I'm one of those people like I've talked about this. I work through things with humor. I work through a lot of issues with with humor, even even shit that is is really tough to talk about. Uh, I, I just work through it with humor overall. Right. Yeah, because I mean, sometimes it's the only way you can handle certain things. Like, can't take anything too seriously. That's just it's the way I've always done it. That's the way. Uh, that's the way I deal with shit. Because whenever stuff gets too serious, I just deflect. That's that's the way I handle things. Yeah, and I just avoid it completely. Yeah, that's just how I handle things. Because <laughs> I'm just that piece of shit you, human being. You want to talk about your feelings? Nope, don't don't want to do it. Are you sure? Positive. Hundred percent positive. Do you want to talk about uh, 
Yeah, let, let's talk about uh, your issue with uh, with your mom. Let's talk about that. Nope, not doing it. Hmm? You don't want to? It's big, big negative. <laughs> big negative. All right, we have uh, we have hit our hour mark, so we're gonna go ahead and stop talking and um, and let you lovely people get on with your day. Thank you so much for listening along with us, and um, if you're watching, thank you so much for watching this on YouTube. I, I do hope you guys enjoy it. It's just us just shooting the shit, and uh, this is kind of gonna be what it is. We just kind of give opinions and and talk through it and and get get things out there and work through things that we've been kind of dealing with throughout the week or thinking about and. Uh, we really appreciate you guys. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter if you want to. I'll let you guys get out of here. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Yep. Thank you. Bye.